welcome back to Mapping the Tropes. This is a romance podcast. We try to dive deep into different types of romantic tropes. And my name is Marianne. My name is Adriana. And I'm Paola. And today we will be talking about weddings. Dun, Going dun, to dun, the chapel dun. and we're gonna get married. <laughs> We always have to break into song each episode. If not, it's not a real episode. I want to marry you right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I suggested the, te- the theme this, uh, this episode, uh, mainly because I like the wedding setting. You know, I like, I like when books are set in weddings. It's very fun. It makes characters kind of like confront their feelings, <laughs> and it's a, it's always very like a big fun time. What about you guys? I do love a good wedding uh, story. Um, one of my first uh, romance work in progress WIPs was set in during a wedding a best friend's wedding um and there was fake dating and it was Mm. so cool but i am a flake when it comes to my own (laughs) (laughs) um and it's languishing somewhere in the depths of my uh google drive uh but i still love a good uh wedding episode movie book um i love them like uh what's it called is it my best friend's wedding the julia Mm -hmm. roberts one i like that one um oh i thought you were gonna say um big fat greek wedding i do love that one as well that's one of my favorites i i have it somewhere in here uh and uh what's another good wedding movie uh Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, of course. Mamma Mia is great. S tier. Um, I is... like Bride Wars. With oh, <laughs> oh, you know what's a good one? We talked about this. I don't know if on the podcast, but we've talked about it amongst ourselves. 27 Dresses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 27 Dresses, yes, yes. Beautiful movie. Incredible. I love it. Yeah, that Benny and the Jets scene is also like... And just, like, the culmination of him, like, drunkenly telling her that his favorite part of a wedding is the same favorite thing that she has about weddings. When it's, like, when the the, the two people who are getting married, uh, like, meet their eyes across mm-hmm. the room for the first time and realize that they're getting married to each other. That's their favorite thing about weddings. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's meant to be. <laughs> Please cast James Marsden in more movies. I am tired. I need him to be the white man of the month already. <laughs> <laughs> and would would Enchanted also count as a wedding movie because Giselle is running away from her uh wedding? We first see her in like a wedding dress. I mean, so maybe I guess yeah, it, it could do, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at my at my at my movies. 
and trying to see what other oh there's um, a really good one with america ferrara it's um our big family wedding or something like that and it's i mean i don't know i, I don't know how it holds up with all of the knowledge that i have now but um she is dating she's obviously latina and she's dating a, a black man she's engaged to that black man and they're about to get married um and you know all the wedding planning and stuff and their families are all whack dudes and it's a whole lot of fun i yeah. i enjoy the hell out of the, that movie i i realized another uh movie that i like that has a wedding uh it's the sound of music it's one of my favorite movies of all time and just like imagine you like oh are my god sent to babysit a captain's uh like an army of children and then you end up falling for the captain and uh yeah it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time uh but yes um i love i love weddings i love uh uh rom-coms and dramas and oh also comedy bridesmaids <laughs> 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 the show cold that had on me when I was in high school. <laughs> so so you see, weddings are actually top tier when it comes to tropes. Yeah. Also, I feel like whenever there's a wedding around, people are extra like assholes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah, it brings out the worst in people. Yes, and I love it. I love the messiness. Two of my favorite uh wedding things are um Mike and David need wedding dates with uh, Zac Efron and Adam Devine. That's the funny one, and I love that. Um, it's very silly, but I love that one. And there's a musical called It, <clears throat> uh, it Should Have Been You with, I think, the most um, the most famous one there is Sierra Bogues. But anyway, um, and her sister is planning the wedding, and she is uh, fat. A fat woman and she's kind of always been like the outcast but you know she's fat um but oh my god it's so good it's so good and you can find the bootleg if you look it up and you can find the album the cast recording on spotify i highly recommend it it's a very funny show yeah and one more recommendation from me it's called plus one It is a, a rom-com where two friends from college end up going to like five weddings together. And in the process of all of these weddings, they end up falling for each other. Um, it's really nice. It stars Maya Erskine as the female lead and Jack Quaid. And it's a, it's a more, it's a newer movie. Uh, I highly recommend it. it. It made me a little bit emo. Uh, because it has, <laughs> it has the friends to lovers trope which is just oh, you, you so all good. know you all know yes so good and i think i think i would have to mention also like the best wedding scene of all time i have to say is the crazy rich asians wedding oh, scene oh yes. hello uh, yes like i cried i cried the first time and i just get teary every time we we see like the bride entering and the yes. song in the background and it like it's top tier top tier top best tier. wedding scene ever so good 
so good. So you're all aware we think weddings, wedding <laughs> tropes within them are top tier God level. Um, and that's why it's important for us to talk about them because as uh, you as you mentioned, there's a lot of feelings happening during weddings. Like there's people like confronting the fact, oh my God, there's two people in love. Would I ever be able to experience that type of love, that forever type of love, mm-hmm. like spending the rest of my life with that person love? Um, and there's and, also like the pressure to get a wedding date. Yeah. The pressure that your family is seeing, maybe your sibling getting married and then they're going to pressure you next and all that. It kind of makes you not desperate, but kind of like scrambling to to try and get a partner or get someone because you just want people to stop bothering you, you know, about getting married or not. Yeah. And there's there's this one very niche type trope that I really love in at least in in both like books and uh, uh, any type of media that involves a, a wedding and like romance, uh, it's that moment where one of the characters is like the the best man or like uh, or something a part of the wedding party and looks at the love interest while the other while the people who are getting married are like telling their vows at each other and saying I do and they're like this could be us yes yes one of my favorite tropes within wedding uh like related uh media it hits you it's like oh maybe they're having their oh moment (laughs) yeah like these two people getting married right next to the dude but all he has is eyes for his significant other maybe like sitting in the pews or something I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Or even like not even in the same wedding. They're in they're not even the wedding party. Maybe they're sitting right next to them and they're like looking at each other in the middle of the wedding and you're like, oh my god. I I I cannot look directly at it. <laughs> Get a room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's just too much. Like it it makes me so emo, like, uh uh-huh, man, who went? Yeah, maybe, maybe it's just like the heightened emotions that also makes like people at weddings extra horny. I don't know, <laughs> horny for love, honey for oh, honey for sex, honey. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> horny are for we, love. Are we recording the BDSM episode again? And I missed it. <laughs> We're always talking about being horny, um, but let's talk about the first book. Marianne, uh, do you want to take of it course, away with of yours? Since I suggested the theme, I feel like I have to kick it off by giving a book. Um, my book is called Better at Weddings Than You by Mina V. Esguerra. Uh, I apologize if I don't pronounce it well, um, but we, she's Filipina. We are like cousins on the on the colonized scale. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Mina Esguerra, she's a Filipina um, author. I was going to say actress. What the heck? Um, she's a <laughs> Filipina author. She's from romance class. I've mentioned another romance class book before when we talked about Friends to Lovers. So if you haven't listened to that, basically romance class is a group of Filipino authors that write romance books. 
like very cute, fluffy, very steamy as well books. And they always have a happily ever after. They can be steamy or not. And basically in this book, um, this is about a two wedding planners. One of them, her name is Daphne Cardenas. And she is basically like a goddess wedding planner. Everyone wants her to plan the wedding. She is a hashtag girl boss. She has an <laughs> empire. She knows everyone. Like whenever there's like a meltdown in the wedding, she's the person you have to call because she's always um, level-headed. She knows how to fix things. She's been in the business long enough and she's established herself. So... Then there's also Aaron Trinidad, and in this case, he's a newbie. He started uh, planning weddings because he planned his sisters for free, and then he saw that he was good at it, so he just continued doing it by word of mouth and whatnot. And um, Aaron is actually planning the wedding of one of his longtime friends, and his longtime friend, Helen, is marrying uh, Daphne's longtime friend, Greg. And Greg, also, side note, this book is almost like a telenovela because of the <laughs> dramatics of it. And I, I love it for that. Like, the, it's a short book, but there's a lot of inside drama going on that I just love. So <laughs> Greg is jealous of Aaron because he thinks his fiance Helen is, like, in love with Aaron. Mm-hmm. So... He says at the beginning of the book, like, I have to fire Aaron. I don't want Aaron to be the wedding planner because I feel like he's going to steal my fiance from me. So Daphne, please plan the wedding. The thing is that the wedding is like in three weeks. So the whole book is about them, like trying to plan the wedding while also, uh, you know, not uh, trying to figure out stuff. And uh it's very fun because Daphne is a 30 something year old. Like they're both mid thirties. Daphne, I believe is older than Aaron, uh, like by a little bit, not by too much. And at her point of life, she's decided to stop dating forever. Like she gave up on it. She doesn't want a happily ever after. She doesn't want someone to be with forever because she just doesn't want it. She wants, she values her independence. She values herself. And She's like, why do I have to uh, dedicate my life to guys who don't even pleasure me like I want to, you know? <laughs> and yeah, she, like Daphne is a tornado and Aaron is like caught up in it because he not only does he want to like uh, be a better wedding planner, like he wants to learn the trade from Daphne, but he also is kind of captivated by her and her presence so it's just very very nice uh Daphne is also like you know the term womanizer I guess she's like mm. a like a man eater that's that's the word mm, mm, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like all of Daphne's friends tell Aaron like she's gonna break your heart so be prepared don't don't fall and he's like oh I won't because I don't want a relationship but along the way he's like oh shit maybe I am feeling something for Daphne and it's just very nice like Daphne is very career oriented and she's like uh he's nice to sleep with but that's that's it that's it but along the way you know their chemistry is just too difficult to ignore and it's just very nice uh 
I really recommend this one. Also, the wedding planning is very present in a, such a short story because like there seems like, oh my God, the video guy, he canceled. <laughs> oh my God, the platters, you have to change the entire food, the venue. And it's like them trying to fix all these little messes while also falling, falling in love in the process. It's so cute. Incredible. I liked it a lot. I love that. Oh, and also like I have to say, I was reading Goodreads reviews of, of this book before coming into the podcast right now. And people were like, oh, this is such a good uh, closed door romance book. And I'm like, it's not closed door. Like, like it's, it's pretty explicit, you guys. Like, <laughs> like, some of the sex scenes are like, I mean, they're not like super detailed, but they're also not vague. I remember there's a scene where he, uh, like, she describes him being inside of her and stuff, and I'm like, this is not, this is not closed door, guys. You need, <laughs> you need to fix this. Um, so what I'm saying is, this is a little bit more explicit on the romance class range of titles, but it's also not extremely like in your face about it. I don't mm. know if I'm explaining it, but. It's a very good book. I love Daphne. I love Aaron. I love all of them together. And their dynamics are so good. And also, I have to admit, like, I love a main character, a female character, that she's just, like, takes no shit from anyone. Uh, it, it, was a, it was great. It was great. I recommend it. Yes. I, 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 that, that makes me want to read it because you said it was short, first of all, and I'm really enjoying, like, really short uh stories uh that still pack a bunch of plots <laughs> yeah yeah and it is pretty short like I listened to the I listened to the audiobook in a day so it's it's very short yeah I'm, I'm looking I want to get more into the romance class uh books that have come out or are coming out because they're they're really sweet and yet a little bit steamy yeah i really enjoy yeah and their premises sound so good all the time and the covers are also either cute or hot yeah i love that because in romance class they usually like i see the behind the scenes of a lot of book covers and they always hire like cover models and Mm -hmm. people who it's so good it's very detailed and i've seen like some book launch events where the cover models like read the books on stage and such it's such a cool process it's very nice so definitely get into romance class books if you like romance they're so they're always really good what about uh i feel like maybe we should talk about another book for now yeah i can talk about mine (laughs) yeah yeah because i've been wait i just want to say something really quickly that i love the vibe that it's that marianne's book is giving off um, cause I live for when the guy is falling harder or more obviously for the girl than the girl or the woman falling for. Oh yeah, he's a he's man. a total so simp. like he's 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 <laughs> totally gone for her, and she's like, kid, don't, cause she she's also I very jaded. So she's that. like, kid, don't don't get any ideas. You know, this is just like physical stuff, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I get it but he's he's totally in love with her you can see it 
I love that so much. I love that. I'm excited. Yeah, the other romance class book that I read also had that same sort of dynamic where the guy is basically like a puppy following the 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 female lead around being like, I'm in love with you, but (laughs) sure we can uh fake date or whatever. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I love Honestly, that. Honestly, I, I think that, that. I, most of the books that I've read from romance class, the guys are always like really whipped for the female characters. And that, like, <laughs> we love to see it. Thank you, romance class. It. You are giving what you have to give. And we appreciate We're fed. It. We are fed. And speaking of simps, of male simps, <laughs> I love the, the transition. That, yeah. Uh, the book that I uh, brought today slash tonight slash whenever you're listening uh is called (laughs) not another family wedding by jackie lao i don't know if this is the first time that i bring a jackie lao book um but you should check her out she's an indie author based in canada uh she i think if i'm not mistaken she is chinese canadian uh which is really cool uh and most if not all of her books uh, have at least one of the characters uh, is uh, an Asian Canadian character, which is nice. Because, you know, we're, we're at least we're, we're used to reading a lot of like American based yeah. novels. And it's nice to see a change of scenery, even if it is still Canada. <laughs> But it's, all, it's good because sometimes there's like a few cultural differences that we see, even though, again, it's just Canada. But in that case, um, <laughs> it, it's like Chinese Canadian in your case. So that's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of like, well, a lot of her books are based in like Toronto, but this one is set mostly in a relatively small town. Uh and the premise of it is uh, this woman named Natalie, she's a professor of climatology. So she studies a lot of weather and climate related issues, especially regarding climate change. Um, and she's a, a very, she's, she's not like pessim- extremely pessimistic but she is a bit like cranky. She's the grumpy one in the like relationship. Um, and she gets invited to uh, the wet, her sister, her younger sister's wedding. And she's dreading the event because she, every time that she meets uh, her family or her old friends, someone asks her, when is she going to get married? When is she going to have kids? And, most of her like plot revolves around her feelings around uh, marriage and children. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, so she decides, since she is 36, she is single. She, she's like, I'm not going to go through this all by myself. I need emotional support, especially since it's my younger sister getting married. Um, and every time that there's a... Uh, a wedding in her family there is some chaos some disaster something happens that throws the whole wedding into like the air and there it's 
always memorable, I guess. <laughs> There's always something that happens. So she invites her best friend, uh, Connor. And Connor is uh, a divorcee who's a doctor. And uh, they met when in their like first year in college. And he used to have a crush on her when they first uh, met. And they were like lab partners for chemistry, I guess. Ha, chemistry. Chemistry, you say. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they, they, he had a crush on her. She never had a crush on him. And she got into a relationship like right after she met him. So he decided to drop the crush and just be his, uh, her best friend. And they've been besties ever since uh and through his uh uh, divorce and wedding and all that um even though he never they never talked about deep really deep stuff like why he got divorced or why she like never wanted to have kids that sort of thing and so he goes with her to the wedding uh and Lo and behold, of course, there's some chaos at the wedding. <laughs> like the the their the protagonist's parents, this someone announces in the middle of the speeches that they're getting divorced. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so there's that, um, and then uh, the protagonist uh, gets into a fight with her sister at like two days after the wedding uh, over like some bullshit that doesn't really matter um, but of course needs to happen in order for the character to have some growth and um, oh yeah because her her younger sister uh, announces that she is quitting her job and wants to become a stay-at-home mom in the meantime <laughs> and so her the protagonist is like what the fuck I did not raise you to be like this Um, (laughs) and of course there's a lot there's a lot of discussions about um what's the word autonomy um and deciding what to do with their own lives without family and society's expectations thrust upon them um but anyway the the main character is uh boink <laughs> during the, after the wedding oh oh but, like right after the reception they start making out for the first time because he's like i looked at her and i was like i want to kiss her where are these feelings coming from Ooh, it's the wedding um, effect it's the wedding effect um uh, the the horny wedding uh vibes uh <laughs> uh and so yeah they they have sex and they think maybe it's a one night sort of situation because a lot of there was a lot of heightened emotions uh going around and the next day they decide to go on a date together just Ooh. because they're they have like the day free and they go to this fancy restaurant in the town. And by the way, 
Jackie La we gotta talk Jackie Lau's books when she decides to write about food you want to write you want to eat that food it's that type of like right she's that type of writer that she's always injecting some foodie shit and you're like fuck I want that shit I want it right now <laughs> and so whenever the, the characters talk about food or she describes like the characters like eating something and really enjoying it and you're like oh, no I'm hungry um but there's a lot of food related things with with uh Jackie Lau uh and so yeah and still they they keep the protagonist keep having sex during the wedding weekend um oh that's nice. and when they when they return to their uh city which is in Ottawa uh they end up having sex again and there's an accident that happens and that's when like a lot more the the feelings train arrives to two uh and yeah it's a it's a I, I'm excited to talk about it because it's still fresh especially since I finished reading it about two hours ago <laughs> So I, I, the excitement of the book uh, is really fresh. Uh, and there was a lot of angst, a lot of uh, good, good shit in the book. One thing that I will say is that most of the sex scenes, it's like missionary. Um, and I'm like, where's the, the diversity? <laughs> like sure i love to see a pillow princess i love it um but uh you know i want to see more variety (laughs) you know sure like there's a lot of like oral sex and like hand jobs and stuff that happened during the book but you're like when is she gonna talk you know I want to see a girl boss on top. <laughs> Especially because you say that they've had a lot of sex. So I guess uh, it would be fun. Or or maybe like it would make sense to see variety in there and there. But maybe they like it. I mean, who's who? who yeah, sure. No like, one knocks, you know? You know, it's their preference, of course. But, you know, sometimes you, you, you want to see something else. Though I the last Jackie Lau book that I read it was The Professor Next Door, uh, which I highly recommend because the main character is like always wants to have sex, has a very high libido. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of like sex toys involved in the in the story, which I, I really liked. Uh, so Jackie Lau, she knows her shit. She knows what she's writing. <laughs> she knows how to write good sex scenes she knows how to write good food scenes she knows how to like write angsty scenes as well so and family dynamics there's like really on point family dynamics happening that uh, I really enjoy reading her books so Mm, I just love the way that you described it like it sounded so fun and full of like shenanigans like (laughs) Like I love that in in um 
in any kind of book, but especially weddings, so good. It really fuels like, I don't know, like it just keeps me fed. Like I love the 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 drama that the wedding brings. Um, and I love that he had a crush on her, but he dropped it because she dated somebody else. Like I'm yeah. dying here. He he that. married someone else and then yeah. divorced that person and then still stayed friends with her and then the feelings came back like double the force like 20 yeah. years after the fact. Imagine. Mm -hmm. No, I Too was going to say that this book uh, is a very Adri book because <laughs> it's it's friends to lovers you know mm -hmm. it's it's the guy having <laughs> having a, a a hopeless crush it's the pining it's it's an oh, audio yeah. book when when you were describing it i was like are they friends are they best friends oh my god friends to lovers oh my god friends of benefits so yes yes this I'm is like, being yep. called out oh my god <laughs> oh wait I but i also believe. love that he like she she's just like um uh, there's this really like sexist term in espanol in spanish why am i doing that in spanish <laughs> that it's like um she's una quedada which means like she's never gonna get married because her little sister got married ah, in espanol we say jamona in espanol de puerto rico i mean oh yeah Yeah, she 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 self like she self describes herself as like I'm gonna be a spinster, I guess, because I why well, um, Mona though? Like I'm just sorry, I'm not so interested in that. I don't know. I, I That's what I've always heard. Like they always say, like the vas a quedar jamona if you don't, yeah. if you you know, if you don't get married or if you if you haven't been in a relationship or something, they're like ah, que jamona. It's it's weird. <laughs> That's a term that I haven't heard in a really long time. <laughs> I will admit, but yeah, it's that's a term. <laughs> I don't know what's the the origin of it. I might have to ask around. Cause... It's so funny though. Like, <laughs> and Maria dropped it so casually, and I'm like cracking up here. I loved it. <laughs> fun fun trivia facts. <laughs> In any case, she's like, I'm not, I'm, the reason that she doesn't want to, I guess, be in a relationship right now is because whenever she brings up that she doesn't want to have kids, that's always the deal breaker with her past relationships. And she talks about a previous relationship that made her feel uh, really, she really internalized her feelings of inadequacy. Um, because uh, she she was in a six month long relationship when uh, this the, her ex uh, uh, she realized that she was pregnant um, and despite the fact that they used a lot of protection and when she told him that she was pregnant. He was like, oh, this is a sign. We're going to get married and we're going to move in and uh, all these things. And she was like, no, I'm not. I'm not keeping the kid. I'm having an abortion. It turned into a huge fight. And they, of course, break up. Um, and he made her feel like she was being selfish, which, of course, 
isn't the case, you know? Yeah. Uh, she just doesn't want to have kids. She also has a lot of issues to do with, like, um, her her family past. Yeah. Because she basically raised her younger sister. Um, and her parents were a little bit absent uh, during the raising of her younger sister. Uh, which is why I mentioned like family dynamics and uh, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of angst to do with uh, family, uh, which I really enjoyed reading. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the drama because it felt like Jackie Lau, when she writes family dynamics or complex things, she writes like she's telling you some gossip, you know, mm-hmm. in the way that it's like, she holds back a little and then in the middle there's like this huge dump of like where like the climax of the of the story unfolds and you're like oh my god there's so much juicy shit here um which i I really like (laughs) no i want to read it i think uh you also mentioned another book by jackie not in, I don't know if it was in the podcast, but about it was like, a grumpy. I think I talked about grumpy fake boyfriend in the podcast. Uh, yeah, maybe was, I, was like fake dating, uh, and like my my best friend sibling, uh, trope. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to make it a goal to read all of the books that you mentioned. <laughs> like. Make, a reading like, challenge. A reading challenge. Yeah, for like a reading challenge. <laughs> Read all the books that we talked about. Uh, this one is available on Scribd. So if you Ooh. have that subscription, you should check it out. Um, it's also pretty, sh- like, relatively short. It's like 250 pages on ebook. Mm. Um, so it's not very long. And the it's pretty fast paced i i finished reading it in almost in one sitting uh so it's really enjoyable to read them uh but yeah paula do you want to talk about your book yes i i i like that my book has a connection to yours somehow we always find a segue and i love it <laughs> um because <laughs> your book is foodie and my book is Foodie. And it's technically our book because we read it together. Exactly. For, yeah. For my... It's a communist book. <laughs> <laughs> the communist manifesto. It's our book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our book. <laughs> yes. Definitely. And it's called Make a Scene. It's by Mimi Gray. It's so good. It's a Black romance fake dating wedding um, book and it's about Retta whose ex is getting married to her cousin and so obviously everybody's always like since the beginning of that relationship people have been um, asking her like oh or like feeling sorry for her and she's done with that so she gets this guy Duncan who owns the gym uh in next door yeah yeah next next door door to her her uh, bakery yeah yeah, her bake shop and um to fake date her and it is like so good and I okay this is something that I had not seen in any fake dating 
um, any like anything, literally anything that I've ever seen, read, listened to, whatever. And it's that she is really invested in making it seem real. So mm -hmm. she's like, we have to dedicate a day or two to getting to know each other super well so that we can have, you know, our story straight. Mm -hmm. And there's this, like, epic, I would say it's, like, a series of scenes uh, where they, like, go on a foot truck tour of sorts and they yeah. get tons of food and it sounds delicious and they're also getting to, to know each other because like, it's, like, so how did we meet? When did we get together? Why are you here at the wedding with me? Um, and all that good stuff while at the same time bonding over like for real because they both mm -hmm. have like their own baggage. Um, it's so good. I love it so much. And there's this very particular scene at the gym at his office. Oh my God. I yeah. love her office sex scenes slash almost sex scenes where they're like dry humping and yes. she's like almost you know coming and he's like oh my god I swear to god if you come like this like because they're close like that's how uh -huh. hot the scene is and I'm like <laughs> me and who when like <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mess <laughs> But, but yeah, that's also like how intense. It sounds really intense. I like it. It's so like I never expected that scene to take that to take it that far. But it's <laughs> just like because they're both like they. I think they agreed on not doing anything physical, mm -hmm. and then they get to the gym, and he's like, "Fuck it!" Like just like let's stop pretending this is not gonna happen yeah and again I love when the guy is like stop pretending you don't don't like me like I like you and mm -hmm. she's like okay and they start making out and then you know dry humping and oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that, that, that. <laughs> yeah exactly. it first so comes good. kissing then comes dry humping <laughs> 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 exactly and I love like almost public I like all sex scenes but I I get such a rush <laughs> this is me telling on myself but I get <laughs> such a rush reading like so public, public sex scenes, sex scenes slash yeah. my public sex scenes yes and in this one they're at his office at at, at the gym oh my god I'm just <laughs> I'm yeah. such a sucker for this book. I can't wait for Mimi Grace's next book. I don't know when it's coming, but I hope it's soon. And she also uh, won a contest. So her book is being, um, is going to be available for, in audio um, soon. I, I don't know when, but like in her last Instagram post, it says that the, the, The book has its narrators now, so I'm assuming it's it'll come sometime next year. Um, I'm I'm just I'm excited to to experience that again and getting to <laughs> listen to the gym scene over and over and over and over and over again because that's just <laughs> who I will be. It'll be my entire personality when that audiobook comes out. 
narrators, if you're listening to this, you ruined the scene and Paola will hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The, yes. Yes. Paola and I read it for her book club, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Accidentally, accidentally in, love. in Love. Yeah, Accidentally in Love book club. Um, it was a really fun read. Um, there's also a lot of angst, which again I really love. Um, it's also very foodie because the main character uh had owns a, a bakery and there's a lot of descriptions about like food and desserts and all of that sort of thing, plus the like the the food trucks and then the really stale cake that they decide to eat <laughs> together. Um <laughs> Yeah, there's a scene where he's trying to follow her recipe uh, to make scones. And it's really funny because he's like trying to deny his feelings for her. And and his friend is like, dude, you're making her uh, mm-hmm. her recipe. That says something. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're making her recipe because you miss her. Oh, here it is. Here's the list. <clears throat> Lavender lemonade, medium ice dolce latte, macaron tower, mac and cheese and pulled pork tacos, cake with white buttercream and confetti sprinkles. That's the stale cake. Uh, pancakes <laughs> and orange juice, sourdough bread, croissants, uh, shortbread cookie with blood orange caramel sauce, ginger cookies, blueberry scones with lemon glaze, chocolate donuts with chocolate ganache, um, beef stew and pizza. Those are all the food foods that are mentioned or talked about in the in the book. And they all made me hungry, even the stale cake. <laughs> Honestly, I'm yeah, kind of hungry it, right it, now. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Read the book, read for the dry humping. Read for, read for the, read also for the wedding drama because the wedding oh, yeah. drama is exquisite. Yeah, it is. If you want, like, if you if you want to hear more about our for, of our discussion oh. about the book, do check out the the Paola's YouTube channel. You can find our our live live chat about the 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 book because there's a lot in this book. <laughs> Yeah, there's a whole lot. And I love the like the family dynamics mm-hmm. and oh my god, the, the like practice dinner scene yeah. or something like that. Oh my the god. The rehearsal I'm, dinner, yeah. Yeah, the rehearsal dinner. Oh my god, it's so good. And everybody's like, Oh my god, Red Eye, where did you find this guy? Because he's like obviously hot, but also super nice. Mm-hmm. Um I'm never gonna stop loving this book. Yeah, but I think that does it for our book discussions. I think the question could be, uh, would you hook up at a wedding? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd say yes. To to answer the question, yes. Why not? Like, Maybe I won't ever wedding... see them again. Why not? <laughs> the only weddings that I've been to have been like family-related weddings, so it would be a little bit awkward. Um, yeah, same. But yeah. But yeah, let's let's wrap up. This was a fun episode. We need we need a uh, uh, some some wedding related uh, queer wedding related uh, books. 
Let's, yes. Let's try finding them. In yeah. the meantime, uh, <laughs> uh, you can, yeah, I'm going to start first in, in order to not blind type Marianne. Uh, you can find me at Marie <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, somewhere on YouTube. Uh, and find all the information about how to uh, contact me and uh, hire me uh, on my website bodyqueries.com yeah Marianne yes well <laughs> just you know I'm just gonna be short and sweet find me on twitter at bogishborigua there's a link in my bio in twitter for everything else so just, <laughs> just just contact me however you want through all those and what about you Paula <laughs> Marian was like, I'm gonna keep it simple. <laughs> I am at Gararor on Twitter and Instagram. That's G-U-E-R-R-E-R-A-W-R. Um I am with I am currently working with Kamar Blog Tours, which is a really awesome Muslim-owned company, book tour company. And we are looking to like expand our services and like update the website, like revamp the whole thing. And it's looking pretty cute. So you can find that at Kamar Blog Tours. That's Q-A-M-A-R Blog Tours on Instagram and Twitter and also on WordPress. Um, we just did a hashtag pandemic book love related post. So you should definitely give us a like and a follow. Oh yeah, I have a, a, a YouTube where I interview authors. Um, I have a Patreon and I have a book blog, which is also like an abandoned theme park. Um, I am slowly coming back to it and it's uh, lovepaola.wordpress.com. That's Paola with two A's at the end. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, please share, rate the podcast, subscribe to our uh, podcast wherever you listen and leave us a review if you'd like um, yeah it, can... it would really help us and yeah uh, it could also help us if you follow us on twitter at mapping tropes or instagram at mapping the tropes we are uh, also you can also contact us via email at mappingthechops at gmail.com for chop ideas and things you think we can cover or even maybe if you want to guest with us or something just hit us up <laughs> uh, yes uh, absolutely reach out to us we love to chat we would love to chat with you um, and our next episode will be out in two weeks and we will be talking about the holidays with a very 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 special guest Yes, it's gonna be hey, fun. Hey. The sleigh bells are ringing. The let's bring out the menorah. Uh, and yeah, we we're gonna we're have gonna fun. go. We're also gonna go very unhinged. So yeah, because <laughs> our guest our guest will bring some chaos. Yeah. Yes, even That's, more chaos. Yeah, than the one we already bring. So get ready. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. Yeah, this. Thank you for listening to us. And yeah. this was Mapping the Troops. Baby. 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 Baby.